0: Every sunset is an opportunity to reset, Richie Norton. Hey guys, what's up, and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode for today. I don't have a coffee with me because I'm actually recording this in the afternoon, but I hope you do. I hope you're drinking something nice and warm. I made myself actually two coffees today, which is why I chose not to have a coffee for this because I would just be way too high strung. But I made myself a coffee this morning, and then I also made myself a peanut butter espresso with almond milk, which if you're wondering, it was literally just the peanut butter syrup that my sister got me for Christmas with a shot of espresso and vanilla almond milk, but it was honestly amazing. And yeah, that was my coffee of the day. But let me know what your guys's was in the comments. And also for today, we're going to be talking about hitting the reset button. I mean, we've all got one and getting better at using it is one of the ultimate tools in order to basically sharpen our life, you know, because I feel like the more and more that we actually hit the reset button, the I think that it can become really hard for us to almost see like our setbacks as like a really fun or in maybe intuitive way or even maybe coincidental way to be forced to kind of hit the reset button, and that's basically how I've been trying to look at all of the setbacks that have come, even in just in 2019. And I'm not talking like big setbacks, I'm talking even just like minor little things going wrong in your day, just taking every opportunity as a chance to hit the reset button, start new, and feel refreshed. So in terms of hitting the reset button mentally, I feel like the whole mantra or the whole motto I would use is begin again. Now this is a quote that my therapist actually. Actually said to me once and it stuck with me so strong because it was one of the most refreshing things I feel like I've ever heard. She was just like, no matter what, every time you need to just take a deep breath and begin again. And the way she said it, I was just like, oh my God, like that just sounds so, I love that idea. Like I, I just, that made me feel so light. And so every time I feel like anything is kind of weighing on my mind or my mind is maybe just, taking a bit of a detour down a bit more of a negative route through the day or whatever the reason. I like to try and take a deep breath. And just mentally begin again. When I was talking about this with my therapist, what I took away from it is that in every moment that you notice yourself creeping back into, you know, like old ways or old behaviors, or if you've been trying really, really hard to just better your life or better yourself and you feel like all of a sudden you're right back where you started or for whatever reason you feel like it's just not working, all of those times that you feel the buildup of negative energy or overwhelm starting to take over or like the world just suddenly feels 10 times heavier, In a matter of like 10 seconds, just take a deep breath and begin again. Every single moment is a chance for change. And I know that that sounds super cliche and I know that that also sounds easier said than done, but realistically break it down. Look at it from a bird's eye point of view. If you were to zoom out of your life and see it from start to finish, you have so much opportunity in every pocket of moments to just completely redirect your course by changing your thoughts and your mind and your perspective on your life. And even just doing that bird's eye view, even just pulling away from when we get super frustrated or we're feeling super weighed down by life, if we're able to kind of zoom up and zoom away from it and look at it from a bigger perspective, we're able to kind of feel that sense of refresh and Feel that sense of hitting a reset button because you realize that we get so caught up in these little tiny day-to-day details that we forget how, I guess, iconic it is to even just be alive in this day and age, to have our chance. Like, there's so many people that I'm sure felt like, I mean, I'm sure they're happy resting in peace, but would kill for another day on earth. There's so many people that would kill to have someone around them that they love back for a day on earth. And even just knowing that, even just honoring the fact that you're here and you're breathing right now today, I feel like to do just a nice little reset, to take all the weight off your shoulders for five seconds, to give yourself the chance to actually just hit that reset button and Remind yourself how magnificent life is and honestly how magnificent you are. That's not I don't know I don't think that that's corny. I feel like that's honestly powerful Every single moment is a chance for change whether it's our perspectives our actions our beliefs Just because you catch yourself in a negative thought doesn't mean that you're failing It just means that you just want to or probably need to hit the reset button No matter where we are or what we're doing. We can always close our eyes. Take a deep breath exhale you know, a fresh little energy palette and then open ourselves back up to whatever life is bringing us. And even though I know that sounds so much easier said than done, just believing it is like half the battle. Like if you actually believe that in every moment, if you're to just close your eyes or even if you need to like take a second and like get away from whatever situation you're in or whatever, go for a walk and just literally just soak in a moment. Just take a moment to breathe. Soak in that breath. And just when you exhale, be like, okay, this is it. Fresh start. Reset button. Just believe that for five seconds. Even just believing it enough to see what's the worst that could happen. If I believe that I could take a breath almost like hitting a button and start fresh and see everything anew, what would that mean for me? Like, Where would my mind go? What would I want to fill my thoughts with? And Just try it, see where it takes you. Now, when it comes to hitting the reset button physically, one of my favorite ways to do this is a body scan. Now, I feel like it's quite common in our day and age to get so wrapped up in our lives, to get so wrapped up in our heads and our thoughts, you know, like our thoughts are constantly just threading together all of the things that we're experiencing on a day-to-day basis that it can be really easy to kind of forget about our bodies and our bodies are almost just like racing to catch up with us all the time. And so doing a body scan, this is like almost like a meditation that I took on, I would say last year back when I was using the, um, there was like this meditation app, Headspace, I believe. believe it was. And he always used to talk about doing body scans. And that was the first time I'd ever done it. And even though I don't necessarily use the Headspace app anymore, I still do the whole body scan that he taught me in that, you know, just like meditative, period of like discovering more and more of meditation and this body scan is probably one of the best things I would say in terms of hitting the reset button physically because it actually gives you an honest indication as to where you're at physically. Whenever I feel like I've kind of strayed a little far away from feeling my best and I mean that in the sense of like my skin's been breaking out a lot or like my neck and my back seem more sore or I feel like I'm just like not digesting my food that great or my gut's really off or I'm getting like cramps or stomach pains. My head feels achy or heavy. My eyes sometimes get sore, just like anything. I try and be very, I don't know, I guess intuitive when it comes to my body. I try and listen to my body and notice those things because without freaking out, I just want to be aware. Like, okay, maybe that could be because of this and just constantly making sure that I'm listening to my body and also caring for it. Because I mean, if you don't care for your body, like that is literally the veil between you and your life experience. And so I feel like the better your body feels, the better your life experience, right? So doing this body scan meditation makes it really easy to actually check in like, giving your body a chance to say, hey, like my knee hurts or hey, we could probably use a little bit more water today. And it's weird to think of it like that, to think of your body almost talking to you because in a way you are your body. But in a sense, I guess these body scan meditations kind of give you a chance to almost focus in on one part of your body at a time. And just doing that, just giving that part of your body, your undivided attention is a really easy way to actually kind of notice if there's something that you haven't really like been feeling lately, but it's been there, you know? So I'll usually start at like the top of my head And after just taking a couple deep breaths, I'll scan very slowly all the way down to my feet. And I will basically focus in on each body part that kind of comes forward. I don't try and force anything. I don't try and be like, oh, I have to hit every single one, or like, oh my God, I missed one. I got to go backwards or whatever. It's only just ever if I were to picture myself scanning, like actually being scanned by something, what comes to the forefront of my mind. And so sometimes I'll notice like, oh, I'm thinking about my head, but my head feels really clear today. Or maybe I'll be thinking about my temples and like my temples will feel a little tense or I'll have a bit of a headache or I'll notice that my eyebrows are like furrowing or I'll feel like my throat's a little sore, anything of the sort. And going all the way down, even through my shoulders, my back, my spine, my stomach, even just my lungs, like my breath, I can Sometimes, depending on how long I'm meditating, even try and get more internal and think about or zone in on like specific organs inside my body, I think that one's a little harder only because like, how can you realistically know? Like, how is my heart feeling today? But honestly, I guess you really could do that in the sense of being like, how is my heart feeling today? Like, where's your heartbeat at? Where's your breath at? So just scanning through your body all the way down to your feet and letting your body speak to you in a way that's just saying like, hey, pay attention to me. I don't try and think about what, Like, it might be, too, when I notice that something feels a little off because – That sometimes for me, I feel like makes it so that I'm trying to get back into the driver's seat and I'm almost trying to tell my body what's wrong rather than my body telling me. So instead, you know, I let the flow of conversation come only my way and I just try and sit and listen and let my body almost show and tell me what it needs. You guys probably think I'm so crazy as I'm saying this right now. Like I feel like now that I'm admitting this out loud, it sounds crazier than it seems in my head. But this type of meditation, I feel like it actually it's really been helping me become more intuitive with my body and it's helping me become more aware of how my body actually feels versus how I think it should feel or, you know, taking like labels and all of that and just stripping it all down to like, You know, there's so much information nowadays about how you should do this and what kind of exercise you should be doing, how long you should be sleeping, what kind of foods you should be eating. And with all of that overload almost of information, I think that we can sometimes forget to listen to our own bodies and just we're all individuals. What works for one might not work for another. So the more I think we become intuitive with our bodies and we actually listen to our bodies, I feel like the better we're able to actually understand what works best for us, what makes us feel most vibrant, most energetic, most, you know, healthy and good and happy in our skin and what's actually maybe getting in our way or causing us a little bit more discomfort than usual. Sometimes I'll instantly know why something's wrong and other times I'll just have to like let go of the why if I can't really figure it out and just kind of choose to focus on what I'm going to do about it instead because that's always going to be the most important thing. And if I find after a body scan like I feel like, I noticed a lot going on with my body. It sounds, again, super corny, but I'll pull out my journal and I'll like write it down just because I want to be aware of these things and track these things so that I think that this is valuable information, you know? Like I said, I think that we experience life through our bodies. So the more and more that you're aware of what's working for your body and when your body's maybe not feeling as great, you can become more intuitive with your life and how your life affects your body because I think everything is so cohesive and it all just kind of feeds each other. So anyway, now that I have embarrassingly admitted all of that, um, what I'll do after a body scan is anything that kind of came forward, I'll start to choose a bit of an action plan or like I'll almost plant a seed of action during my meditation and then get up and actually do it. And so I think it was in Sacred Powers last year, and we talked about this, I know, in another podcast episode, I believe last spring, because I remember I used this whole mantra for a while, but it was like um, attention, intention, and then action. And so when you give attention to something like your body and your body is asking for specific attention itself in a specific area... And then, like I said, planting that seed is almost like planting your intention. So if I notice that my skin's been breaking out, I will plant the intention to do more diligent skincare. Or if I notice that I'm a little bit more tired, I will plant the seed of intention to go to bed earlier. And then following up the actions with those as well and actually following through and showing up for myself. I'll basically just try and keep my body focused on what I need to do action-wise without any kind of crazy regimen, without any kind of crazy like, oh my God, my life's going to end if I don't get more sleep. Because I think sometimes too, we can almost become too like intuitive or listening too closely to our bodies. So anything just like, you know, a little less sodium, a little bit more sleep, a little more water, anything like that. Or sometimes too, when I do these body scans, I'll be like, wow, I feel really good right now. And if that's the case, then I just keep doing what I'm doing. And then last but not least, when it comes to hitting the reset button physically, I feel like anytime I do a good self-care gist day is also just, uh, it's the best feeling ever. Like, you know, when you get your nails done or you just like paint your own nails, You either touch up your hair or you just like wash your hair and style your hair, you do masks. You know, you make yourself a good smoothie, you go sit in a sauna, you shave your legs, you do some stretching, maybe go get a massage, roll out your muscles, anything like that. Any kind of like physical gist day, I feel like also just makes me feel so good and so refreshed and like anytime I wake up the next day after that, I feel just like a whole new woman. So with that, we still have to go over how to hit the reset button, both spiritually and soulfully. So if you guys want to stick around for that, then please do. And in the meantime, I'm going to leave you guys a message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's coffee. Talk podcast episode. So, when it comes to hitting a reset button more spiritually, I feel like the word that comes to mind is to reconnect. And by that, I mean when my spirit is feeling a little stomped on, I like to do things that make me feel like I'm reconnecting to life again, just reconnecting to. The energy that is around us at all given times that, again, I feel like sometimes we get so wrapped up in just, like, the details of our day-to-day that we forget the magnificence and, like, the magic of all of it. There are certain people in particular that I feel like when I get around them, they remind me to just, like, breathe. They remind me that life isn't as serious as I sometimes make it out to be or that, you know – To just stay light and I love having those people around me in my life and I love making plans with those people in my life when I really feel like I've been down in the dumps or I've really been feeling like spiritually I just need to hit a reset button. I am such like an introverted extrovert in the sense that I love being around people but when it comes to recharging my batteries I have to do that alone. But that said, I feel like especially right now too, being that it's in like January and we're in winter months, sometimes spending too much alone time, my spirit starts to feel a little like restless or a little angsty and I just feel like getting out and being around specific people or just getting out and being around anyone in general, just being around crowds, just being around happy and like just genuinely good people. It's such an easy way to hit the reset button on your spirit and reinvigorates like that sense of just spirit and zest for life in you. Just make plans with them. Sometimes it's your best friend. Sometimes it's even your dog. Like even just being around Bentley, making Bentley happy resets my spirit in ways that like I can't get anywhere else just because making his little spirit happy makes my spirit happy. And I feel like that sense of connection, that sense of connecting to something outside of myself is how I feel like spiritually, I feel like a whole new sense of just energy, just good magical energy. Another way that I find I get that spiritual reset is traveling. And I know that that's not something that maybe all people have the funds to do, but I can't stress enough like to save up money and travel. If it is even just the slightest bit of interest to you, I'm telling you, it'll be worth every single penny. I know that, again, too, in this day and age, we're told to constantly, you know, save up your money and do this and do that. And this is how to live your life smart. And this is how to live your life safe. And I think that that is super important. But I also think that there is nothing wrong or nothing selfish about, like, kind of having a little fun save away to just, like, kind of having like a little you know, piggy bank off to the side or a little bank account that's just solely for you to just experience the things in life that make you feel spiritually, like just reconnected to who you are and everything that's going on around you and just your life in general. So maybe that's traveling for you. Maybe it's not, maybe it's books, maybe it's, I don't know, it could be so many different things, but whatever it is that makes you feel spiritually reconnected to a sense of life or to a sense of just, genuine like bliss and energy just always 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 have your back on that like always have a little fun for that always have like that rainy day fund or that once in a while or maybe that bucket list fund whatever you want to call it but keep that fund there and Always just save a couple dollars, you know, anytime you can, especially days you're having a really bad day. Just throw a 20 in there and whenever you can and whenever it starts to build up enough, take it and go do something that's going to just reset your whole spirit, your whole sense of zest for life. Another thing that I find really helps reset me spiritually is just being around nature because, again, too, I I tweeted this actually when I was in Punta Cana because when I was there and I was just like outside and in nature and just – soaking up rays of sun and just listening to just like birds and the wind and the ocean and I just remember feeling so connected and being like it is weird to me that we as humans like I know that I'm about to get super hippie on you guys but we as humans we are earthlings like we are animals in a way like we are I mean we're mammals but still like we've kind of created such a civilization around our world and such a sterile environment in the sense of when you're out in nature, it's almost like a rare thing. It's almost like a breath of fresh air rather than a norm. And that kind of blew my mind when I was in Punta Cana because I was like, oh my God, like this should be a norm. This should not be something that is like, oh, it's so refreshing to be out in nature. Like we're from nature. That's so weird to me. Like I know that that sounds kind of crazy, but I just mean the fact that we are from nature, the fact that we are mammals ourselves, the fact that I strongly believe that we're made up of all the elements and that we're made up of the same things that the world is made of and that the universe is made out of. I think that that is important to be aware of because I feel like when you're spiritually feeling a little stomped on or when you're feeling just a little out of sorts, that being in nature is a very underrated way to get reconnected to just life again. I feel like even just looking at nature, if it's winter for you, like I pushed my bed up against my window for the wintertime because I knew that It wasn't going to be as easy to get outside and be in nature when it got really, really cold. But even just looking out my window and I was watching the moon last night and like there's been times where I'll watch it snow or I'll watch, you know, the clouds come in and anything, watch the sunset. I can also see the... The water from my window. So it's also like I'll just stare outside and just take in life. And I feel like even doing that, even though I'm inside and not necessarily in nature, it's still such a refreshing way to reconnect my soul or reconnect my spirit anyways to life. Just allowing myself to be like moved in some way or feel vulnerable to somebody else or to take in some art or to create, sometimes even just like writing or listening to music, just anything of that sort that makes you feel like spiritually understood or spiritually just part of something bigger, that is, I feel like, the best way to reconnect our spirits and to basically hit our own reset button. Which leads me to the last and final way of hitting the reset button, and that is to hit the reset button on your soul. And like I mentioned a little earlier, the way that I find I do this is through solo time. This may be different for you depending on what makes your soul sing, but I tend to recharge my batteries best when I'm alone, and when I'm just kind of in my element, in my, I I like to call it my cloud or my cave, or whatever it is that I feel like I'm just (laughs) weirdly theming it off of that day. But I honestly do. I feel like I tend to hibernate away from the world sometimes. I tend to go up in my little cloud and like all just like lost in pretty thoughts and just ideas and creative things that I like to do. And I I feel like doing that makes me feel like my soul is just completely like cleansed and refreshed. And I feel like a whole new person after taking just a bit of time to do that. I feel like the way that soul is different from spirit is that spirit to me is that energy and the light that I feel like we give to the world. Whereas soul is more the connection and that magic that I give to myself. So I guess in a way, instead of thinking that taking that time for yourself to do the things that you love in your own spare time is selfish, you should look at it as more of feeding or nourishing your soul. Because I think that The more that you basically are of service to yourself and the more that you show up for yourself, the better you're able to be of service and show up for the world and show up for other people and show up for just like sharing that good energy outwardly because you're more open and capable of giving it to yourself more like willingly and easily, you know? This relationship is one of the most important because... I feel like when I don't hit that reset button, when I don't hit the soul reset, I tend to lose myself in other people's energy or even just in my own undigested emotions because hitting that soul reset button too is a very easy way for me to kind of create some space for me to just digest how I'm interpreting life and how I'm feeling about the things that are going on around me or even just become aware of the things that I feel on basically a daily basis and in terms of where my life is heading and where I see it as of now. And without taking that alone time, like I find that I'm somebody that when I get around other people, I love that feeling. I love being, like I said, around people that make me feel alive, that make me feel light. But I also feel like There comes a point or I almost hit a point that if I don't get just even just a wee bit of time by myself, I start to feel almost like overstimulated by other people's energy. And so I don't think that that's a bad thing. I just think that knowing that and if you relate to that, it just means that you need to be extra diligent on getting a little bit more solo time and feeding your own soul so that you're able to turn around and accept other people's energy while recycling and almost like giving it back to them or giving your own version of your energy back out to the world. Ways to do this are also like meditating. This is where I tend to journal. This is where I tend to dream, where I listen to music you know, stretch, do yoga. Sometimes I even just like going out to eat alone. When I traveled alone, and when I travel alone, even sometimes like, I'm not gonna lie guys, sometimes here in the city, if I don't know anyone that can go for lunch, or if everyone's busy, I'll take myself out for a good lunch and sit down with a book or sit down with my laptop and get some work done. Or I've even gone, you know, to the movies alone, or I go for drives, like my drives home, back to my hometown are about two and a half hours. And that's some of my favorite times, because I get to just play my music or play like my audiobooks or just think and just be in my own space, be in my own headspace. Even running, I feel like is such an easy way for me to reset my soul because I feel like it's all about the headspace that I'm in when I'm alone. and it's all about being able to like let my mind kind of run free and have fun and just recharge and and dream and just like get all like weird and be as me as I want to be. Anything that gives me like a sense of ease and calm within my own company, I feel like that's really important because if you feel like when you spend time alone, you're, you know, bored, it just means that you're not in your best company. It means you're not showing up for yourself. It means that you're a little preoccupied with maybe what you're missing out on rather than what you have right in front of you. Like, you are such a multi-dimensional human. You have so many layers to you and nobody knows you better than you know you. So why not enjoy your own company? Because the other thing I like to try and keep... In awareness or keep a sense of consciousness to is also that there's going to come a day I can just like I'm telling you guys right now I'm predicting it I feel it in my bones I know I want to be a mom I know that I want to have kids I know that there's going to be a day that I'm just going to be so overwhelmed and so hectic and I'm going to have like a baby crying and like Bentley barking and I'll probably be like I don't know I'm, I just feel like I know how my life is going to be and I'm really excited for that sense or that chapter of my life even though I know it's far off in the future, but there will come a day when I am like just drowning in that, just that being the norm of my life and remember being in my 20s and having the time to just spend time alone. And I'm going to be like so happy that I knew that I would feel that way because now I'm able to come back down to like me actually still being in my 20s and being like, yep, I'm going to reap all this while I can. It's very easy to get swept up in feeling lonely, I feel like especially with social media and everything. But don't forget that like you are not the only one that feels alone. We're all in our own company. We all came onto this earth alone. We're all going to leave it alone. Like I just, I don't know. I feel like sometimes it can be, Easy to get swept up in the misery of being lonely instead of seeing the magic that can come from enjoying your own company and resetting your soul in that way. It's actually become a recent habit of mine, and I was doing it last year. I started to fall out of it a bit, I would say, right when I first moved into my new apartment, but it's become a big ritual of mine again to get up a little earlier and spend a bit more time just solo in the morning. And it's funny that I say that because obviously I work alone and I work from home, but I just mean like spending solo time that isn't work-related, that isn't any type of like I have to be checking emails or I have a to-do list that I need to check into. I don't even look at my computer. I don't even look at my phone. Like I just like to get up a little early before the world feels like it's awake. I like to put on music. I like to put on, you know, my diffuser, diffuse a little lavender in the air, read my books and just drink my coffee, sometimes I'll journal, sometimes I'll do tarot, other times I'll just meditate and stretch and just having that time, that little piece of solo time every single morning makes it so that one, to be honest with you guys, I've been going to bed earlier because I've been so excited knowing that I'm waking up to hang out with myself. That sounds so lame. But also two, I feel like it makes it so that I feel like I've reset my soul, like almost like first thing in the day. And I feel like I go through the rest of my day much more mindful and like much more conscious Of the way that i'm living my life and like the choices that i'm making and also the energy that i'm emitting and like giving out because i'm able to almost check in with it in the morning and normally this deep in the winter i would be feeling kind of weird and like gray and groggy because i tend to get seasonal depression but taking this little bit of extra solo time even though it's like dark in the morning i almost like like that because when i wake up too i can see the stars still Just doing that, it's so, I don't know, magical. Only word I can think of to come up with, which is super, I don't know, kind of cringy, But it's honestly, it is magical, guys. I feel like if there's one thing I can recommend out of this whole podcast, and I started doing it ever since I read that, Wherever You Go, There You Are, because he talks about getting up and doing nothing almost for an hour. And even though you're doing things, it's like doing nothing in the sense of like not feeling forced to do anything, but just kind of flowing with what pops up in your head. So getting up that little bit of even just 30 minutes or an hour earlier and just taking that solo time to just hang out with your soul, I'm telling you it will change your life. So those are all the ways that I have been hitting my own reset button, especially in terms of that shift into the new year and also to the first full moon, the first like not only full moon, but it was an eclipse and a super moon and a blood moon, like just iconic on so many levels. So be sure to let me know in the comments all the ways that you guys like to hit your own reset button. And aside from that, i love you guys to the moon and back i hope you guys enjoyed today's coffee talk podcast episode and i will see all of you guys or talk to all of you guys next monday bye guys